Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 105 of Wings, Beers, and Tears. We are your DMV sports podcast. Let's go around the room, do some quick intros, and then get right into it. What is going on, fellas, on this beautiful spring day? I am Todd, joined by Jerry. What's happening? What's up, brother? You know, living the dream. Yeah, man. Another Caps first round. (laughs) It's so sad every time. What's up, Jeremy? Yo, how you guys doing? Good, man. So, we are Wings, Beers, and Tears. Again, DMV Sports, unless, of course... You include the Nats, O's, and Wizards because they all stink. So we're probably not going to talk about them until they get good. Call us the Fairweather DMV Sports Podcast if you'd like. But we are back better than ever. And let's get going. Well, Todd, you were right. I was. Uh, but even you didn't think it'd be the way you thought it'd be. I mean, here's my synopsis. Game four, up 2-1. Yep. Up 2-1 in the game. A couple minutes left, they pull the goalie, and they tie it up and win. We miss the empty net goal by six inches. They end up tying it on a lucky shot, and there it is. Game five. I feel good. I'm usually not confident. Um, I'm listening to the radio for the first goal, uh, and everybody's very excited. I check my phone. It's 3 nothing. Mm-hmm. 3 nothing. Uh, good guys. 3 nothing. good guys. And then I check my phone after I watch a show with Holly, (laughs) and it's in overtime, and immediately we lose. Uh, And then in game six, uh, you know, I mean, I I didn't have good feeling on that one. I thought we could maybe bring it back and if games would make it it interesting. When Oshie scored in the third period to tie it up, Mm -hmm. I thought we would get it. But then once I I actually watched the uh, overtime, and I saw how tired the guys were. Just I mean, they so were beat. dead. So beat. Um, that, I mean, Florida sort of dominated. Mm-hmm. So um, better team won. Uh, not a surprise. Uh, interesting to, to see what you guys think about uh, what your plans would be if you were Brian McClellan, who mm-hmm. I think he's officially on the hot seat now. I mean, we'll get into that here in a second. Let's, uh, let's hear your eulogy over there, Jeremy. What's your diagnosis of the series? Because Jerry did a pretty damn good job there. Yeah, it wasn't bad, uh, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Good job, Jerry. Um, now, I tell you, you know, my feelings have changed a little bit last few days. You know, you, you're pissed, you're this, that, and the other. But um, I think it was strange in a lot of ways because I think a lot of the things you see people complaining about, because, I mean, there's been a million hot takes on, on this team, this, that, and the other. Why did I say that again? That was awful anyway um <laughs> great synopsis but, yeah, so far yeah. but i i don't think i expected them to have that dichotomy of being we're pissed because they should have won the damn series i know there's three games, won a game in, yeah, in five yeah exactly and there's three games they could have should have won well that's not i wasn't expecting to be pissed off about that when the series started i was expecting to be pissed off i was like God, they saw like almost like Jerry's thoughts, you know, you know, original thoughts before the series. There's no chance. They're too old. They're not good enough. Blah blah blah. That's that's what would be frustrating. That's what I was gonna be frustrated by. Instead, I was frustrated because they should have won. Yeah, How, I don't. Those thoughts like don't go together. And I, that's that's my thing. Yeah, no, you're right. I I didn't expect to lament the fact that <clears throat> the bounces went the other way. Yeah, and for really long stretches of play, the Caps did carry the play, yep. which is. Not what I expected at all. I agree with you. I expected a hang-on-for-dear-life type of series. Mm-hmm. 
with enough veteran presence to, to sting them when it hurts, you know, and to make the games close. A just not good enough stance. I expected, and- <laughs> like Jerry said, I, I did call Florida in six. I did not see it going this way at all. I anticipated the Caps would grind out two overtime wins where they clearly weren't the better team. And instead, it was the opposite. <laughs> I think Florida was the one that found a way to get the games yeah. to overtime, and just their their young legs outlasted us, you know? Um, and the shitty thing for me is I figured goaltending was going to be a non-issue, and we just wouldn't win. Samsonov played 100% well enough to win that series. Yes. And that sucks. And I completely agree with that, but along the same lines <clears> of <throat> my, my first thought, at the same time, that goal to Giroux in game six was awful. Oh, that was a bad goal. So, I mean, that was a bad goal. You know, so it's like, because I agree. I mean, Golton, you know, did not cost us the series. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play perfect. You're going to give yeah. up an easier goal. Yeah, but I mean, well. In that, in that, I, I get it, man. In that, that time, was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. It no, was bad. Well, he did. It was no, bad. he, but I think Sammy was actually probably better than expected. So, oh, I, not, I, I would argue he there. was way better yeah. than expected. Maybe my expectations were just too low to begin with, but <laughs> he blew me out of, out of the water in terms of his ability to, to to keep us in games with the pressure on. Was he better before the ATV incident? Or <laughs> hard to tell that, because yeah. the, the experience level for both guys yeah. is still so low. Compared I would to say it was the same. Guys. Probably the inconsistent. same. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it, it, it's a bummer from the standpoint of did I expect this team minus Tom Wilson? It, we've come to find out now. There's no way Wilson would have played regardless right. of how deep we got in the playoffs. Do I think we go much further without Wilson? Absolutely not. But just to put that feather in your cap to say that you got through the first round with a veteran team, with a young goalie, a little bit of optimism for the future. Instead, all the exit interviews were the same as last year. We're pissed. It's not acceptable. We need to do this. We need to do that. It's just fucking frustrating, man. So here's my plan. All right. Let's I've got it. everything fixed. Well, now, before we get to that, I want to list the names of the roster. And you tell, you guys tell me, <laughs> hypothetically, if you had the opportunity to trade them, mm-hmm. would you trade them? Okay. Let, All right. Fire away. And what we think the future is of each player. Nick Backstrom. Let, let's save him for last. Because I know why. Yeah. yeah. John Carlson. No. No. I would trade him. <laughs> for George. We, we already knew that. I, I see where this he is was, going. He was on the freaking ice for every goal, let Florida score. Anyway, whatever. Stats don't matter. Um, Lars Eller. Yes. Yes. Who would you replace him with? McMichael. McJesus. Yeah. I mean... Between him and LaPierre, you got two young guys that have a good future with us. Uh, they've got some more reps under their belt. Um, and honestly, I think Eller might be replaceable. Um, I, I could see Dowd moving into a 3C role, especially if you've got somebody younger doing the 4C, or you flip-flop those lines in terms of importance, something like that. Bottom line is he's replaceable, and his salary going the other way could be helpful. Exactly, and he's only got one year left anyway. Correct. I mean, I like him. I oh, would. I, I, I don't want to trade him, but I think if there's, you know, part of my answers are because of what I think is beneficial for the team. And here's the deal, and I've always said this: I want the guy in his prime, and for my team to excel when he's in his prime. Eller had the two well, best years of his life in twenty seven, in twenty seventeen, and twenty eighteen, and we won the cup in twenty eighteen. You know what? He's on the tail end of his career now. He's making a lot of money. See you later, bro. No offense. And we'll get exactly, and we'll get back to it. You know, I think when we talk about Backstrom later. But they obviously like Michael at center. 
and that's that's the only place he really fits right now. Yep. Um, so it's just sorry, Lars, numbers game. You got some value. Well, you know, not, not only in cap room, we'll probably get something back for you, second round oh, pick, yeah. or oh, no. something like that, or maybe he goes. And he's, in the, he's desirable, in my opinion, for another team who was like the Caps in 2016 or 2017. Exactly, and maybe he'll go in a deal for a goalie or something. Sure. So we'll sure. see. We'll get to that too later. Michael Kempney. <laughs> um, well, you don't have to trade him. He's yeah, a UFA. Right. There's no way they're bringing him back. Yeah. Kuzi. Um, no. no. No, no way. A year no. ago, he was we best even player. talked about it here. Yep. I was highly entertained by that prospect. Yeah. The way he bounced back, like I said, and I maintain in game six, I thought he was the best player on the ice. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Is we, we even said it. We said, we, you know, last year, was like, we just don't know what the organizations think. He's like, either they probably know. They want him gone or there's no way because they can't afford to lose him. Mm-hmm. And I think we, well, we obviously learned what, what happened there. But Mantha. No. no. Jerry? Uh, Orloff. I'd entertain it. I don't like it, but I would entertain it seeing what the return is. Because I think What would you need the return to be? Uh, another uh, top four D-man and maybe a prospect. Yeah, it almost has to be because right now his salary is pretty friendly. I don't remember how many years he has left. I don't know if you got that you're looking at it right now, Jerry. But I think he was disappointing in the playoffs. Well, and he wasn't the only one, but he was he was great all year. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying it because I don't like the player. Yeah. I actually love Orloff's game. On a go forward basis, something does need to change, yeah. and I think he's in the conversation with being Again, a, a piece, being binary, and if yeah. of a, a possibility that somebody goes, mm-hmm. you put him in that category. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's gonna happen. But what do you, you know. think, Jerry? Um, I don't even want to say the next one. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh-huh. Uh, I like what, what would you do? I, I love, I love Orlando. I, I, I don't honestly don't know enough. I mean, the salary doesn't. I'm looking for salary dumps. Yeah, that's why I said yes to Carlson. Right. Um, that's when we talk about Backstrom. Eller, you know, the, the, you can get younger, replace some salary, and I don't think it's a huge drop off. Sure. Um, so, but I don't think he fits in that category. I think his salary is not as big. Mm-hmm. The next one is breaking my heart. TJ Oshie. No. Um, the reason I say no is he's had two really banged up years, um, and I think he's damaged goods right now a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think. Other than a salary dump, I don't think you're getting and much back. What if the trade was, we'll give you minimal prospects, no. but we take all the salary? No. no. The salary's not that high it's relative that to high what he com- gives. Yeah. Three million. I think it's five. It's, it's like five, five and a half. Okay. But that's not bad. Orloff's in the five range, yeah, I'm pretty about sure. About the same, 5.4, yeah. 5.5. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at then. <laughs> what about Justin Schultz? Schultz, I'd entertain a, a Schultz trade. Well, I mean, he's UFA, and I just said oh, that's right. He is. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was it. I, and then, and then let's let, let's finish I, I, with the yellow thing. Well, room, room I, I hope they don't trade Oshi. At some point, I mean, I I get it. He the bang might not be worth a buck, and he's going to be injured. And if old guys get injured, they continue to be injured, mm-hmm. right? So he's going to be injured all next year too. Uh, but goddamn, I mean, at some point you need a glue guy. Yep. You know, and he's he's that. The elephant in the room is Nick Backstrom. I mean, I, I guys, I think he's going to retire. I, Jerry, I'm with you, man. The, the the tone of this, you know, this I say exit interview. It's not an exit interview, but you know what I'm talking about, like the the exit comments. Yeah, exactly. end of the season comments. You know, um, they did their team dinner, and then all the families and players can go on their way, or, and and whatever else. So you know, that last day speaking to the media, it was a completely different tone. 
and you could just see it in his body language. My hip is never going to be and 100%. Did you hear what Dowd said about him? He said it was painful watching him prep to get ready for games. He said the daily routine that he had to go through just to get out on the ice and be as good as he was, he goes, dude, it was tough to watch. It reminds me of that video of with Jerome Bettis getting out of bed in the morning after a game. He can't walk. He could not. And then by Thursday, he's running. Mm-hmm. But on that Monday. Yep. And and you got 82 games and you got. I well, mean, I mean, it's when you it's pretty rare to hear a professional athlete, someone especially of Nick Backstrom's caliber, say things like, I have decisions to make. My hip is never going to get better. And the rumor mill on the in the Internet is or, you know, on the Internet or social media is. He can't go through another surgery. Right. I mean, he just it physically cannot happen. Yeah. If he has surgery, he's definitely done. Yeah, he needs to think about quality of life. Quality of life decision. And when you get to that point, mm-hmm. on a team... He's a, he's like a scratch golfer. Yeah. Loves it. Like, Well, on a, on a team that is not a cup contender. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have good players and big names, but they also have four fucking straight first-round losses. Yep. It's, they're, not, they're not that close. And they're trending downwards. And not without some upheaval or some legitimate you know, roster changes. Right. And he would be a huge domino to free up that salary. You know, to, when to I was... To get younger. He was sort of on my hit list, and I sort of made fun of him all year about how he's slow. Blah, blah. I had no idea he was that injured. Me neither. I had no yeah. idea. And when this hip thing came out, and it was as serious as it was, I was like, what? You know, what's funny is you, you brought up Jerome Bettis. My first thought... Um, when I was growing up, was Junior Seau. I remember the last couple of years of his career, he said that he couldn't even pick up his daughters on Monday morning because his shoulders were so shot. And same kind of thing by Thursday or Friday after three, four days of shooting up and being worked on, he could finally get that push that he needed right. for the weekend. And and he was like, I can't do it anymore. you know. Yep. Um, and you just don't want to see somebody be that physically incapacitated but just doing normal shit. So then let's hypothetically say... Because I think he's leaning towards retirement. Well, I mean, he's not going to officially retire because he's owed $30 million. If he retires, he loses it. He'll just won't play. He'll go in LTIR. That's that's what would happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, Um, can't they just negotiate some settlement? It just doesn't work that way with the CBA and stuff like that. Really? Now, I mean, maybe he's the most generous person ever and would retire because he's got enough money, but I I don't... I thought there was a way to say, you know, you you really can't? Not really. Not even if both parties want to? Nope. I mean, because there's still a cap hit, and that cap hit has to go in LTIR. That's all there is to it. So explain to me the most lot. Let's say he says, I can't play anymore. Play it out for me, Jeremy. How does it work? Well, he just he, he sits there in LTIR, and there's, they don't actually have cap space, but they can spend, is it 10% of the, of the total cap they can use in LTIR, which mm-hmm. would be his whole contract plus, obviously. Yeah. So that's just what they would do, unless what's happened in the past with players, basically it, like traded to Arizona, and he sits on their LTIR. <laughs> yeah, that, could, that, that could happen. You know, something with another team. Now, it just doesn't make sense. Let me ask in you the this: NFL, where, they negotiate retirements all the time. Yeah, they where just they don't. In the NHL. Is where where do the buyouts come into play? Because I know that those are done and done and gone. But there was a rumor that they were going to bring back buyouts because of all the COVID shit, because of all the stuff that's gone on. I thought they still had that like period of time in the offseason where you could buy out. Because if they do that, then I mean, you're still like that's dead cap. That's 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 worse. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. No, I think you're right, Jeremy. I think a trade to a team that's rebuilding 
and then they can just bury his cap hit on LTIR because they're not even going to get to the floor is probably the way you do it. And that's the one, but I don't, I just don't see that. I mean, maybe they do it. I don't know. Um, but I, I also, I, I think there's a very good chance he, we don't see him again. I mean, it's definitely a, a strong possibility based on his words. But I also think that the, th- the thing is that part of it was he never obviously fully recovered from the last procedure on his hip. Right. Now, is that because it's so fucked that he it, he never will? I mean, I know 100%, but maybe he can get to 90. That was the biggest problem. I hear a lot of people talk about it was he had no offseason last year either. So he wasn't in the best shape. So you take a guy who's already you know not the fastest skater, and he's hurt, and he's not in the best shape. Can he get better over the next four months? And then and basically I think what that means to figure out is he needs to learn how to manage it, like he said. Right. If he can, not having to play for the next four months, is there any chance he comes back at ninety percent and he's ninety percent next? Does he do a Kucherov and comes back April of twenty twenty three for a playoff? Run? Well that was one of the things actually I, I think you know some people even said yeah, someone it, said you know, that. Yeah. yeah, he actually had some energy as he only played half the season or less than half the season. Sure. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, one of the biggest problems is going back to going back to what happened in the series. I think one of the biggest issues with him was, you know, obviously not that fast. He's fine out there for 30 seconds, but what do we talk about before the series? They get hemmed up in the zone. He's not keeping up with anybody, and that's what happened, you know? So Yeah. So there is no real – his Jeremy, you think his chances of retirement, just saying, listen, dude, I can't do it anymore and I'm done, um, and I'm going to help a team out and give them a solid um, by retiring, that is unlikely. Uh, and if he goes on uh, long-term injured reserve, the cap savings is somewhat minimal. Now, the cap savings, well, they'll, they'll be able to basically replace him with his whole contract, 90% of his contract. Yeah. Okay, so they can replace him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is a significant financial yeah. well, gain for the yeah. club. And we didn't get cut and get to it yet, so I'm going to start it now. The actual cap space they're going to have, I think it's going to be about $9 million if you let all those UFAs go and don't try to re-sign them. So you add Backstrom. I, I think the most they can save is it would be eight million. Yeah, eight point two, whatever, eight point yeah. five, whatever the, the actual cap is. Yeah. So if you let the UFAs walk and you LTIR Backstrom, you're looking at sixteen, seventeen million yeah. that they have available. So maybe you bring L- Eller back then because now <laughs> well, you're down a that's now you're down a center. Yeah. Right. If you're down a center, then you almost don't yeah. even worry about it. Yeah. Because um, I think when Michael could slide in at, at two, mm-hmm. I think or Todd's theory, I think is, I think with when you have a, a, I'll call it a fourth line like we have, they don't really play like a fourth line. No, they're they're the checking line. So you, your third offensive line, if it's you know McMichael at center, right, um, or or again or Eller, whoever you want to slot there, maybe a Lapierre comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, because I think that you know while they love McMichael at center, I think they like Lapierre better at wing. I think they. I'm not sure about that, but that's just at least that's what I. Which I've is seen. kind of backwards from where I thought they would be last year. Yeah. You know. So. So, hypothetically, let's say Backstrom's out, mm-hmm. right? And you could bring someone else in, and we don't know who that person's going to be. Um, let's say they bring Eller back, McMichael slides in as a full-time center somewhere. Mm-hmm. What are your lines? Well, uh, go ahead. I'll say, well, uh, you know, uh, they're still going to figure out who you're bringing in because, I mean, if you have that much money, they're probably going to bring in somebody pretty big. Well, they're going to bring a goaltender. I don't right, think but that, I mean, that's uh, the least but the goaltender's well-kept com- secret. <laughs> the goaltender's coming in, though, on the money they currently have. Right. I mean, they've got that $9 million already. He'll come in on that probably for half, about half of that, maybe a little more. If, you know, there's two names, they'll both make you laugh. They're going to be out there. could be out there. Malkin? And Forsberg. Well, that's where I was going because there's something about 
Malkin coming to Washington. Of all the Penguins players that would do that, mm-hmm. I think he's the one because of Ovechkin and yeah. Kuznetsov and Sam and Samsonov and Orlov <laughs> and and I but. There, there's, a, there's a weird relate, not a weird relationship, but even on the ice, you can see that there's a relationship between Malkin and Ovechkin. There is. Right. Malkin is an interesting character because he's kind of a salty me guy. He's kind of a son of right. a bitch. He reminds me of Yarmir Yager. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, look at me, look how because great I am. All the, all the ex-teammates of his, a lot of whom do podcasts now and they'll talk about him and they talk about him reverently. They call him Gino and he's a, he's a character and he's this and that. But the, the revolving jokes are, he never remembers anybody's name because he just doesn't give a shit. Like, guys would come yeah. into the locker room and they'd be like, hey, Gino. He's like, who are you? <laughs> They're like, well, we went out to dinner last night. I sat with you. He's like, oh, I don't remember anything about you. He's, he's right. kind of a dick. He's kind of an asshole. Yeah. But, but, but to your point, he's got that, that Russian connection. He loves Ovi. And I don't want any more Russians on the goddamn roster because <laughs> you know how that shit goes, right? But if we had another Russian, it would be Malkin. But, but I can ju- you could just see it playing out. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because it was R on RM and I can't even fucking know they did RMNB. Yeah, um, which they're suspecting. They, the reason you put it out there not only to let us know that you know Gino said, "Hey, if Pittsburgh doesn't want me, see you mm-hmm. later." That was basically his comment. Right. Um, but also because if he's free, mm-hmm. he's gonna he hangs out with Ovechkin. Yep, I'm telling you. And obviously, we can use him. Well, Where yeah. would he fit in? What, where would he have uh, if he was a coach? <clears throat> I think it's a lot like Koozie and Backstrom yeah. were when Backstrom was healthy. You basically have a 1A and a 1B. And depending on what you want to do and depending on the, 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 the situation in the game, the lines, do you need goals, do you need more defensive responsibilities, et cetera, I think he and Koozie are just interchangeable. And you basically don't have a 1 and a 2 line. You have 1A and 1B. What yep. was the... Uh, what was the second name you said, Jeremy? Uh, Philip Forsberg. The guy that we traded oh, away. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Free agent. Probably eight or nine million a year, which yeah. is right in that same slot. Yep. And he's an absolute stud. Well, let, so Forsberg for E-Rat. Remember that oh, one back uh, of the day? You know, Marty E-Rat skating with his freaking, uh, his mouthpiece hanging <laughs> out of his mouth is my lasting memory. Like, Why do you do that, dude? It's like you, you're chewing like. Ninety percent of yeah. hockey players do that. Yeah. By the I way. know, but a, but like during the play. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like especially the Chuck boys, they're, they're like the, oh, <laughs> the yeah. poster boys for that. So, uh, I, just to let you know, Andrea yells at George ten times a game for having his mouthpiece over here, and she's like, while he's skating. Oh yeah. She's oh, like, you're yeah. one hit away from that mouthpiece doing nothing. What the hell? Are, what, what are you? <laughs> I'm doing? with Andrea. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so, so, who are some of the goalies that you think Washington <laughs> would target? So, real quick before we get into the goalies, I'm nervous about this one with the way Laviolette and McClellan were talking. And both of them were a little bit ornery, and they were like, goaltending wasn't an issue. That didn't cost us a series. We got two good young goalies. We like them both. And I'm like, fuck. I'm pretty sure McClellan yeah. said yeah. we're getting a veteran goalie. I think he basically said that was the number one priority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and and, for, but, for, but he and he and the coach need to be on the same page. Well, they both need to be because their jobs depend on it. I agree yeah. with you. Well, no, I think they are. I think most of that was the more we like our guys so we don't discourage them it wasn't anything about what's going to happen going forward. You know. I, I hope that's the case. I, maybe I read too much. I mean, it. nobody but, wants to be a Jim Ursay and just a yeah. freaking drug addict loser who just crushes players for no reason whatsoever. Sure. By the way, did you see, did you, did you listen to him singing? He was yes. obviously all high, uh-huh. and he's singing at his car. 
this is the motherfucker you're going to listen to about Carson Wentz, exactly. right? <laughs> this drug addict fool, you know? Anyway, I have no idea if Carson Wentz is going to be any good. I just think it's weird that the Colts are trashing him as much as they are. It's very unusual. It is very unusual. And it's because, I think it's because they have no confidence on letting him go and replacing him with Matt Ryan. It's going to be a fucking disaster. They had to do something yeah. PR-wise. No, I'm with you. Yeah. So getting back to the goalie situation, I... I Bring in Carson Wentz's goalie. But real quick, Todd. I just think that you know, I understand your concern there, but part of it is they may have these two guys as their two guys next year, so they don't want to, again, ruin Exactly. That. They don't want to fuck up the psyche yeah. even before it starts. All no, right. I but, get that. But, but assuming they do the smart thing and try to get a number one yeah. reliable goalie, who will be available? That's a great question. Well, I mean, you know, St. Louis has Bennington and Huso. They probably don't keep both. Probably not. Um L.A. probably doesn't keep both Quick and who is it? Um, Peterson. Yep. Quick is like seventy-five years old. Yeah, but he can still play. Um, you know, so well, you know, maybe they keep him and let the other guy go. I don't know what their plan is, but I think he what might about be Georgiev in New York because I know they got a big another prospect that they love. They yeah. just signed to a three-year deal. Are they going to have the young kid back up Shesterkin now that he's like established? Because Georgiev, I think, is legit. Well, I think for now, I, I just, I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent on his contract status, but I think he's still cheap enough that they just won't work. Got consider it. that now. Got it. Um, but I gotta be. Honest, I mean, you know, in this situation, agents push shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how many times in the NFL, when someone wants to leave, yeah. nine times out of ten, they can get them gone. Sure. Sure. Right. Um, well, the other one is you know, the other New York team. You know. Yes. Varlamov and Sorokin. If one of them goes. That could be a landing spot. Well, you know that Varlamov was was floated around there at the trade, the trade deadline, deadline yeah. is, is possibly coming back to yeah. DC. They just couldn't get it done. I'd probably, I, I'm not going to say, you know, he's probably the highest percentage I'd give didn't, of guys. Didn't show up I? Here. Didn't we have this discussion uh, during the season? If I said if you could get Varlamov versus those the two we have, you were like, yeah, it's kind of a wash. Mm-hmm. Do you still think it's kind of a wash? Man, that's a tough one. Especially because I just sang Sammy's praises and his play in the playoffs was brilliant, but again, they're just it wasn't both, brilliant. It was good. They're just it, both so unproven. You know. Yeah, I. I don't know. I, I mean, think Alarmoff is a number one. Yeah, but how come Sorokin played so often in New York when Varlamov was perfectly healthy? Well, I think it's, I do think injuries probably took away a good amount of the starts he would have gotten, but yeah, um, I'm not. You know, I didn't follow them close enough to be sure about that, but. Um. Yeah. All right. Can I give you my off-season plan? And you guys are not going to like it. Sure. I mean, uh, um, uh, administrative-wise. Yeah. Administration. Let's hear it. I would kick the tires on Barry Trotz. You know, he's interviewed. I know he's interviewed with Winnipeg, right? And I know that the rumor was is that he was wants to be in the front office too. So that's out there as well. And I have no idea if Trotz and McClellan have a good relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. But what I know is, or what I believe is, that he's a lot better than uh, who's the guy? Fuck, Laviolette. God damn, I can't ever. I call. Him, I want to call him John Larroquette. But anyway, Laviolette. That's close. Um, Looks like him a little bit too. You know, Laviolette <laughs> is going in into his last deal. Mm-hmm. The buyout's not that much now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're going to resign him. I think next year, if he stays, it's a prove it type shit. I mean, you got to get past the first round. Mm-hmm. You cannot have four consecutive years. I mean, it's been four years for the Cavs, but four consecutive years of going out in the first round uh, with Laviolette. It'll be three, but point still stands. Um, and it's a big deal for McClellan, too. Mm-hmm. Um, McClellan needs to get past that, too, because I like him. 
I like his honesty. I like his press conferences. He doesn't shoot the shit. I, I, it's hard to fault so like a lot of his moves. He doesn't mm-hmm. like doing. Is not like a Marty Erat trade out sure. there, right? Um, where I think I got a little bit upset, not upset, but I was just getting frustrated was that they didn't want to play the young guys. I kept saying, you know, they never played McMichael. They just, you know, uh, for whatever reason. And I, I assume it's because they had a veteran team and they didn't mess up the chemistry and they thought the, the guys that they put in uh, had gave them the best chance to win. I get it. Um, but now if you have the opportunity, and it's it might be a small hypothetical, might be impossible, but if if Trotz is a free agent mm-hmm. and he's making overtures that, man, I don't really want to go to Winnipeg or – I'm a, I'd like to talk to anybody who wants to talk to me. Right. I think you have to talk to him because I think he's better than what you have. Hmm. And if, you know, Laviolette was starting out in the second year, I'd get it, right? If he had like three or four more years and it's not as tenable, but he's almost at the end of his year or almost at the end of his contract. Next year, I think, is a prove it. Mm-hmm. You didn't expect to have a coach like Trotz, who I think is better. Uh, you've had success with him. He would energize the fan base for whatever that's worth. Probably not much. Um, I think you at least have to talk to him and see if he'd be willing to return okay. and what it would be. Now, I have no idea. Maybe him and McClellan just don't like well, each other. I'm not worried about him and McClellan. I'm worried about him and Leonsis because Leonsis is the one didn't want to pay him last time. Well, so. whatever the dynamic is, if it's impossible, right? Sure. Um, but obviously, in my opinion, the Caps made a mistake. They made a mistake by not paying him. That's not an opinion, I don't think, at this point. Right. That's a fact. So <laughs> essentially. You can correct a mistake. Sure. Um, if you can put egos aside and realize that, hey, um, I like Lavulette. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to give him one more year uh, to prove it with uh, McClellan, and they're going to work together. But this, we have an opportunity that we didn't think we were going to have. Sure. And uh, I think you kicked the tires on it. Well, it d- it's a $10 million move because. You're paying Trots five plus, and you're paying Laviolette off five. Yep. I mean, I don't me, but we're talking about the same owner who didn't want to double Trots' salary to about three because they want a cup. And it's an opportunity and to correct a mistake. Yeah. And if I, if they look at it that way, I, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> look, man, I, I, I'm all for it. I, I will say this. I think coaching in hockey is very, very important when you get to the postseason. I think coaching hockey during the regular season is way more about roster management, and it's about how your roster's built. Yeah, and it's communicating about, with your GM and all that, that stuff. That, that's exactly right. So the, the proof is in the pudding. Laviolette hasn't gotten it done two years in a row now, first-round exits. Um, I think it's only two years in a row with us. With Laviolette, yeah. I mean, two. at least Reardon was winning the conference, though. As shitty, well, I mean, what was Reardon's record the last two years? Versus Laviolette, you can only, you, you can only look at 2019 because 2020 with was COVID, the COVID was, yeah. was, was all fucked up. So, um, yeah, no, I mean we we were the one seed or we were the we won the division in 2019 and then lost in in Game Seven in overtime to Carolina yeah, to Carolina. Yep. So I guess my point is this: uh, until Trotz had the deep run with the Caps, his biggest mark on his career was the fact that he couldn't win in the postseason. Yeah, never got past second round, right? Yeah. So right. Laviolette has taken three different teams to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not advocating for either one. I think my opinion, gun to my head, I wouldn't take either of them. I would go a completely different direction at this point. 
I, I think... Who are you going to take, Carson Wentz? <laughs> um, I'm not going to take Pete DeBoer, who got fired from Vegas. I think that guy sucks. Um, I, would, I would probably go out... He always looks drunk. I would probably go out, and I would try and poach Jeff Halpern at this point. Oh, yeah. Because he's like do. the next guy that's going to get his first job. And why wouldn't you bring him back to D.C. to do it? I know that's not the most popular thing because it's more of like a hokey. It's um, more of like an Adam Oates type. Yeah, move. it's more of like, oh, but, but I think Halpern, is, he's that guy who's going to be the next head coach somewhere, and I just see him taking off and having success. Would you do that now? Like um, if Jeff Halpern I called. I personally would not. You would not. So I, you'd keep Laviolette. I would, I would keep Laviolette because it's a perfect scenario in a lot of ways. Come Thanksgiving, because that's usually that tipping point, right? Come Thanksgiving, if the Caps are sitting there third and fourth again in the division, battling it out with New York, Pittsburgh, Jersey, you know, Columbus, these teams that are going to get better, and you go, hey, Lavi, this, this isn't good enough. Of course, if we can improve the roster, if it looks like things are, are moving in the right direction, but the Caps still look stagnant, the move's made for you. That's when you let them go, and that's when you – you know, rekindle through through another guy. Um, like you said, it's a make it or break it year. What if Laviolette's motivated and he's like, fuck this shit, we're winning this division. I'm sure he's going to be motivated. I think he still wants to coach go. here, right? So get a new contract. I think, he's a, I think he's a very good NHL coach. Um, it, it, the synergy has to work, you know? Um, I personally would like to see somebody younger prove themselves with the Caps. What do you think, Jeremy? Well, Halpern's about the only name without head coaching experience I would entertain just because you got to love Halpy. Yep. Um, but we've been burned with the no, no experience on the head coach we so have. many times. We have. And so especially not now. Um, yeah, if it's a disaster at Thanksgiving like we've seen a couple times, you, you see if you can do it. But can you poach in the middle of the season? I would hope so. I don't know who that's even who they would go for. Maybe they bring somebody else in. The rest of the season, pick him up in the off season. I just, I don't, I don't think Laviolette's the problem at all. Um, but I would. And that's why him. I think you yeah. see, let him see his contract yeah. out because well, I, I, th- I think that's the most likely scenario. Yeah, I, I so. was just giving my yeah. dream. Yeah, no, Does, dude, doesn't dude, I'm sound. With you. Um, I, I, I'm, I love Trotz for what he brought to us. I don't think Trotz, as as a pure NHL coach, is is either an upgrade or a downgrade. Versus Lobby Lab. Really? Because I think they're very I mean, similar. He, he he did really well with the Islanders. I just think they're stupid. Well, he did well, and then they didn't make the playoffs. Well, yeah, but he didn't he go to the third round twice. No, just once. I thought it was twice. conference finals once. Yeah. Well, he, I would, way, I would yeah. have to and honestly, and I'll be perfectly honest. That was on the tail end of the COVID shit, and they caught lightning in a bottle with their goaltending. Honestly, stop downgrading my boy. <laughs> and I thought it was twice. Okay, whatever. Once. Nobody's asking me. Fuck them. <laughs> Well, I, you know, the correcting the mistake is the, the only reason I would really do it because they just obviously, and I even, I mean, I, I sort of went along with the flow. I understood why they did what they did after the Cup. Sure. Um, you know, Reardon was the up-and-comer. They basically essentially promised him the coaching waiting bit, whatever. But obviously they should have kept trots. So bringing him back, uh, never going to argue with. But I also agree with, I think Lavi's just as good, if not better, of a coach. So what's the point? Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I mean, if you if you think Laviolette's as good yeah. or better, then what's the then yeah. what is the I point? I think when even if you're splitting hairs and somebody goes, I'm in the Lavi camp, I'm in the Trots camp, we're talking about a fairly lateral move. I think everybody can agree with that. And there is no buzz on anything with what I'm saying. So yeah, I, no, no. no. I mean, I, I just think the shit. So I, sure. I I think 
what most likely is going to happen is the Caps are, you know, going to go on vacation, take some time. But structurally, they're going to have to figure out what happens with Nick Backstrom, and I think that will be a fairly quick decision. I, I think. I mean, Backstrom, long-term IR seems most likely regardless. Yeah, right? that seems like the most viable. He can't viable. play. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like the most viable solution. Um, and if you keep him on long-term IR and you keep him, again, could you have a scenario where next February or March he's in the best shape he's been in a couple of years and he can contribute? In the U- Who are the UFAs that you would keep, Jeremy? Probably none of them. Um, but you're not. You're gonna laugh at this. Well, I should probably expect this. If you can get Mojo for like fuck. league minimum, no, fuck. I'd keep Jojo because he's making nothing. But I, I think he'll get money somewhere. He'll get money somewhere. Yeah, right? he'll get money somewhere. No, no, so, I, so I, really, yeah. none. You know, he answer. made some plays. I mean, he he, you know. he skates really well. Still, <laughs> yeah. but God, he's typical Mojo. He, he goes out there and he's flying around. Looks good sometimes. Has two points all series, both in the same game. He just he's never he's never produced. He's never. not. No, he's not a game. He's not a game breaker, but he's also not not a negative player. Yeah, I mean, he's just there. He's a competent dude that's not going to give you much, and he's not going to. But he's Absolutely. not going to be a big risk. Absolutely. The one thing is one of this like a guard. The biggest <laughs> good call. That's a great call. Franchise him. <laughs> one of the things that we know this team lacks is speed. Yep. He's one of the speed guys. So it's yeah. like, you know, I could see keeping but think, him, but no, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, but and that's where I think the youth within the system that's already there, that's fairly inexpensive, playing those guys more immediately makes this yeah. team faster. <laughs> I mean, maybe LaPierre's not ready yet. Maybe he needs a year because he'd be in Hershey next year is my guess. I'm assuming he wouldn't yeah. go back to I, junior I again. think you'll see him have a year um, in Hershey and RMNB and everybody else will clamor for him to yeah. come up. But well, I mean, yeah. McMichael's a full-time player next year. I think so. I think that's their intent for sure. Yeah. Um, he better he, be. he, he better work on his awareness and his game away from the puck because that that I love that kid. Fucking hands are sick. Skates like the wind, dude. Pick your head up when the puck's not on your stick. Cover somebody. Get your ass back. Yeah. Use your speed the right way. I'm not good enough to understand his flaws. He gets caught. Yeah. He gets caught in the offensive zone, puck watching, and then goes, "Oh shit!" And his three strides are tremendous. And now he's three strides behind the play. Well, and he had. He had one of the turnovers. I, I honestly, I've forgotten which game. Wasn't yeah, as bad as Oshie's turnover. Wasn't as bad as Oshie's. <laughs> wasn't as bad as a couple of Carlson's mistakes. But it, you know, it was bad. Um, Oshie's was honestly, I, he was the best player on our team. So yeah. you know, I, it I is mean, what if, it is. If you can, but that no, one, but if you if you said, "Hey, TJ, what happened?" He's gonna be like, "Oh, it's a colossal." That was up. a serious killer. Honestly, yeah. he's like, "Yeah, I completely <laughs> fucked that play up." You can get a player with, who does what John Carlson does for half the price. I disagree. Absolutely not. Um, good talking to you. <laughs> I mean, you can, it's just not even a, yeah. close to a factual statement. He is statement. such a bad defender. <laughs> he is such a bad defender. The, 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 I mean, you know, I he was bad. <laughs> now, and guy. you know, his, you're, <laughs> you're not as wrong as we we try to make out. You know, that you're as wrong as could be. It's not really the case. It's just he only only makes eight. That's not really that much. In a couple years, when he's still got a couple years left, he'll probably be maybe in the top twenty, maybe. In salary or salary cap hit, you can't replace. I mean, he may be the player that the two of you overvalue the most. Well, no, here's the I, thing, I, though. He drives me insane yeah. defensively. But you don't, you don't get a defenseman that's putting up sixty and seventy points every year. It just doesn't right. happen. And the biggest thing is, okay, so you, you go out because you, you basically he is your number one. Period. To replace him, you're gonna have to spend almost the same money. Maybe you get somebody 
who's more of a two or three that can play top four, whatever it is, for $6 million. Great. So you just saved $2 million. What the fuck are you with $2 million? You got 17 What does two more help? Nothing, really. Yeah. So that, that's where my issue is with it. I mean, if he was making 12 like a car, like Eric Carlson or Lone and a half, whatever that is, <laughs> different story. Eight is not bad for, for a guy that I plays number one. I don't think he's that good. Well, maybe he's not. But again, I don't think he's that good. But he's not that bad either. Well, I'm going to get my Geno jersey. Because <laughs> that that's almost a mortal lock if he gets released. He's coming here within, way, within you, 48 hours. And, and you did hear why that, that buzz started, right? You did hear what the Penguins offered him and Latang, right? No. Three, I mean, three by I, five. I, they offered them both three years by $5 million. Oh. And apparently, you know who got vocally pissed right away was Crosby. Apparently, yeah, Crosby yeah. was like, what the fuck are you guys yeah, doing? Yeah, what are you like, doing? This is, a, this is well, like a slap in the face. I went on know? Pennsburgh, right? Pennsburgh, right after, I'm sorry. Right <laughs> after they got eliminated. And basically, they are the, the vast majority of fans are just, we got to get rid of Latang. Yeah, we got, I mean, they recognize universally he's bad. You know what's funny is I watch Latang play, and I'm like, God, that motherfucker still got good good skills. And the Penguins fans hate him. Hate him. And they go, God damn it, that Carlson puts up 65 points a year. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know. All I remember about Latang is he's always a dick. And always he, a dick. And when Kuzi scored that goal, he threw a stick at him to try oh, to. Oh, he's yeah. a complete dick. He does that shit all the time. You know what, though? If he was going to take four mil a year and come to the Caps to say fuck you to Pittsburgh, I would take him to heartbeat. <laughs> I actually like his game still. I think he can play. Yep, so I, maybe uh, that's your. We yeah. got enough old yeah. defensemen that can't skate and defend anymore. Yeah, but like Gino. But I see I, that guy's hurt for. He's hurt ninety percent of the time. He gets hurt, and the knock on him is the same as with Kuznetsov. When he, they're not interested, they don't give a. They fuck. They don't give a fuck. And, and there's nobody like, oh, go light a fire. They're like, fuck you. Well, get that away from that is something you have to consider. Is mm-hmm. he going to oh, be yeah. a cancer? Right, because you already yeah. got one of those dudes, and his, he's old. He's not the best skater anyway. No, I mean, so he, he doesn't That's really help. True. It's not like he gives you like that pop in the line. But you know what he like. does give you? A fucking bull in a china shop. Yes, he does. Because how many times has he just? Can you imagine him centering Ovi and then putting Wilson on the other <laughs> side? I mean, are you shitting me? That's like a that's like a linebacker. They would make that the line. Li- it would be like the Bash Brothers from. It would, be like, it'd be, it would li- literally be the slowest line, but people they, people would get crushed in the way. <laughs> it would make the Legion of Doom look like a bunch of softies. Seriously. Wilson would be offsides every play because he's the only one that can skate. Only can skate. <laughs> Although off, off the knee like, injury, no shit. Let's hope that knee yeah. injury isn't as bad as... Uh, it'd be like a, it'd be like a, a men, YMCA men's league <laughs> basketball game. Bunch of 60-year-olds. Well, that was one of the things... You, I, uh, I don't know if you saw the quote that Wilson said. He said, I don't know who said I was flying around out there, but I certainly was not because he'd been skating for a couple of days. He was just trying to work through it. But I think more that because I was getting optimistic because of that. That's why I said what I said last week about hope maybe he'll be back in a week or two. Mm-hmm. My guess is more he's trying to figure out about surgery. Does yeah. he need surgery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so too. Because so. um, that they said they decide the next few days, and that was a few days ago. <clears throat> yeah, I mean a lot. A lot's going to happen in the off season. It's not going to be a boring Caps off season. No, I don't no. Think. they're 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 going to bring in multiple free agents. Absolutely. Yep. And um, there's going to be. I, and, I think Backstrom is not going to be playing next year and, at all. And I personally love McClellan, but I'm with you, Jerry. I think that it needs to be a referendum on his body of work. And the 2018 year, while it buys us as fans a lifetime of memories, when it's your job in the front office, hey, that's, go so far. that's done. Yes, we, have four, we have four years of first-round exits. 100% both, both Laviolette and McClellan rise and fall with each other. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. I think that's that's the smart take because I don't think you want to go through what you did last time with McPhee. 
they in the uh, in retrospect they obviously kept him too long, mm-hmm. but it was still mostly his team that won that cup. It's the same you know yeah. criticism he got before they went to that cup. You know, before this team went to the cup is oh you did it with Poyle's players. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean yes, McClellan had another year or two. There was a little more of a, a footprint there of his, but that's still a good portion of his team. And he, yeah. if he hasn't done much since then, yeah. I mean this is a results oriented league. It is. And it's for the longest time, it's all a job, man. And I say for the longest time, I mean, the post-2019 and then part of 2020, the thought was, this is still the cup-winning team at its core. Don't, just don't fuck things up. Okay, we've, we've taken that course now. They've gotten to the playoffs. They've gotten close to getting to that next round. They, they simply haven't. And it, it, Jerry's 100% right. They could be the best locker room in the world. You guys bowed out in the first round four years in a row, and that's not good enough, you know? And and Ovi looked visibly pissed. Well, and I, he, you know? he did. Well, what, what did he say? It's a fucked up situation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was his quote. Up situation. Um, and I think that is, guy, by the way, <laughs> uh, I do think though. That, I mean, I, I'm not saying I think McClellan's gonna be gone after next year or anything I like that. I don't think that. so either. Um, but I just think that because what? How long has he been here? About six years now. 2015, maybe. Yeah, so seven years yeah. now. Um, I think that his his hot seat. You know that that gets warmer the next few years if 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 nothing changes. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's definitely got one more coaching cycle, that kind of thing. It could be his next coaching hire. That could be the one. Right, and I do think that we need to be cognizant of you don't want to you don't want to just trade guys frivolously or bring in some big name just to have them, <clears throat> but you do need to you do need do need to improve the roster. You need to do it responsibly, and you have to be aware. Jersey, Columbus, some of these other teams, they're all getting younger and better. Yep. You know, Jersey's going to be good next year. Uh, yeah, How many it, times have you said that? You're always yeah. saying Jersey's going to be well, good every fucking year, and they're uh, never yeah. any good. I don't know if it's going to happen next year, but it's coming. I yeah. mean, I don't mean to be a dick, but you say that every fucking – they're my sleeper team. How mm. many – like, I want to go back to all the po- preseason podcasts, and you're always wrong. If you want to give him shit for something, give him shit for Philly. Uh, not New Jersey. Yeah, I thought Philly was going to be good too, so I can't give him <laughs> shit about that. <laughs> no, All right, but, so guys, uh, who plays the next round? Tampa Bay and Florida. Yeah, who you got in that? I'm going Florida. I think I'm going Florida as well. I'm gonna go with Tampa. They're just gritty. They are, but they, that Toronto series took so much and, out of them. I mean, do we know about point yet? Don't. I don't yeah. think he's going to play game one. I don't think no. he's playing tonight. All right. I, I, I what about uh, the other one? Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. New York. Carolina's going to roll those. I think Carolina wins. Um, this might be Carolina's year. It might be. I they, Carol- they do not lose at home. I think Carolina wins that one. Um, and then out west, dude, you got Calgary and Edmonton. That's right. going to be a bloodbath. God, those fan bases hate each other. The teams hate each other. I, I'm going to enjoy watching that one. I'd like to see Edmonton lose just because I like when when can I mean if McDavid's not in it, I would love for him to get the same treatment as Ovechkin. You By know, the way, go through all the years we're, without we're winning. We're talking about the Caps bowing out in the first round four years in a row. Toronto. We have a cap, we have a cup in 2018, dude. You know the last time Toronto even won a series, a series, was 2003. They should trade us Austin Matthews for Mohanchen. They're jo- Mojo. Mo- <laughs> I take it. I will take Matthews yeah. for Mohanchen <laughs> any day. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw in Carlson. Yeah. <laughs> I would take Matthews for Carlson straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I did hear a rumor today that they might move on from Nylander. I did hear that as well. Um, that could be a, a someone. Now, I, I'm not the biggest fan of his, but he's young and fast. Hey, so, hey man. 
You know what? You got to look at all the options. Like I Jerry assume says. they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna move on from somebody because they got to be yeah. pissed. Well, that's oh. the name. That's why I'm talking about Nylander because you know he's he's not part of the Matthews Marner um, Tavares core necessarily. And he, true, the thing is for them, he's relatively cheap right now. I don't know exactly what he's no. making, but he's maybe five or six, maybe not even that much. And I think he's got a few more years on that deal. I mean, Look, we all know that the Caps are an aging team, and sure. their their best years are behind them, mm-hmm. right? And they got to rebuild. Toronto is in their prime, mm-hmm. and they still can't get out of the first round. I know. I mean, at least when the Caps were losing, they could get out of the second round. They could get to the second round. Jerry, I'm with you, man. Look, I'm pissed as a Caps fan, but I look around and I go, it is fucking hard to win in this league, man. Pittsburgh's yeah. in the same boat, bro. They are, dude. They are in the same Which boat as the Caps. Which is why we're honestly. having these conversations about Latang and Gino. Yeah. Well, you I mean, know? they, they got to make tough decisions. They do. We got to make tough decisions. Absolutely. Although I think ours with Baxter is going to be made by yeah, nature. I think, I think our hand will yes. be forced there. Yeah. But, well, hey, man, it's not going to be a boring offseason. That's for damn sure. Like um, we said it last offseason. Mo Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> That's his new nickname, yeah. dude. I wouldn't say Mojo, but then I get out the I don't know. To be clear, you know, it's, it is Jojo. Everybody says Mojo because that's the one that makes sense, but they, his teammates actually call him Jojo. So it's, if you ever hear anybody like me say Mojo, you, you know they're wrong. <laughs> it's Jojo. Um, but now, it, I think we said it last offseason. There's not much going on because there was like zero UFAs. There was, exactly. We said, but next year, different story. And Correct. well, we and just talked we about are. it. Yeah, my my boy at Good Counsel was blowing up. He just got Auburn. Nice. Before that, he got uh, Ohio State yesterday. Before that, he got Georgia the day before. Jesus. Damn. Not not too shabby, kid. Well, Godspeed, sir. Yeah, good luck. Well, me and me coming out of George That's Washington exactly High School. Right. If those three schools were Emory and Henry, Hampton, Sydney, and Washington <laughs> Lee. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you know when you I want to go to Paris, Indiana. I'm sure you got offers from schools with the same names, but they wouldn't be the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I got offers from Auburn Community College. Exactly. All right. Anything else for the week, gents? That's it, man. See you guys. Good seeing you, boys. Absolutely. Let's have a good week. And uh, Wings, Beers, and Tears, check us out, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Later. See you.